We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Twice in a row, Sprague, zero technical issues, except for I had you turned it down ever so slightly. So I guess it's like a half a technical issue. Am I good now? Yeah, you're good. All right. Yeah. Uh, there we go. You like that? All right. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the post-game show, the Jack Ramsey's live post-game show. I'm your host, Danny Morang, joined as always by the one, the only, the official Brandon Sprague. Never to be yeah. duplicated, never to be impersonated. There's another Brandon actually... Sprague on there that I, I I accidentally tag on IG every time I do the social stuff. And he just like DMs me. He's like, wrong Brandon Sprague again, dude. There's a there's quite a few Brandon Sprague's in the world out there. We got Sprague Pest Control, we got Sprague High School, Sprague Lake, Sprague Sprague Road. Like we're kind of just over rubbing the place. In, rubbing in your Sprague superiority over the meringue tree. Well, the funny thing mm. about that was I actually was very like admittedly deeply insecure about my last name till about the age of 23 go and on I, well i don't really have an explanation for it i was embarrassed people would say my last name wrong every time uh how do they say always... that wrong when they say sprog oh sprog sprogu spraggy spraggy uh one time i got did sprog-ish. you grow up in the dumbest places possible or i went to park rose high school so i don't know how you want me to answer that question that kind of answers it for you. But I I was just always deeply insecure by it because I, I just thought it was an ugly looking name mm. um, for no reason. Um, but uh, it turns out you get older and then you realize, damn, kind of more popular in Northwest than I thought it was. Yeah, it's also just kind of there. There's nothing like, you know. But it's not like a, I had like, I had a friend with Miller. I had a friend with Harding. Like I had yeah. a friend that was Bryant. Like. I had a lot of friends who had super plain, normal last names. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, Sprague? And they'd be like... It's okay. They hit me with the uh, Morang, Marang, Marang. Marang, yeah. yeah. Is, is it is it Marang? And I'm like, I don't know. Are, are, are you brain dead? Because it's spelled out M-A-R-A-N-G. Marang. My, my, mm. wa- my uh, watch, my headphones, when mm. I'm working out, you text me sometimes when I'm at the gym, and it'll say... Danny may may rang. Is there a Y in there that I'm unaware of? Like what's it's like a text from Danny may rang says, LOL. I don't do that. (laughs) 
which I think the whole conversation we're having tells you all you need to know about tonight's game. Oh, 100%. Welcome in, everybody, to the uh, Jack Ramsey's postgame show. Uh, following the Blazers-Kings game, if you're listening uh, tomorrow morning on the podcast version, uh, it was a weird one. Uh, Sprague, I think, kind of, uh, I think we all kind of called this, right? It was a, a dumpster fire of a basketball game. <laughs> but... But, and I, and I do preface this with a but, there were a couple things to take from it. Most uh, certainly, I think, uh, a, a one uh, Dennis Smith Jr. Uh, Sprague, thoughts? Mr. I don't take anything from the preseason? I still don't. I didn't don't take know, anything away monster. from the night. Well, I mean, I mean, like, I'll just be honest with you. I, I thought that was kind of his spot going into tonight, and mm. I'm not shocked that he ended up having the game that he had. The Kings... We're sitting a lot of people. It was kind of DSJ's time to shine. Mm -hmm. It was his opportunity to go out there and get some buckets and show what he can do and give him credit. He did. Um, So talk some some ish while he was out there too, which I was kind of fan. I I, I like that. That's the good thing about DSJ. He's always, he's not afraid of slaying that wood. So I I, I just think, I thought it was his opportunity to take that spot anyway. So I, you know, and he I snatched he it. And he snatched it. But the thing is, we've seen guys be put in that opportunity before and fall on their face. Like it's, I, there's the first uh, lesser he says, Smith has been looking good, but don't we still need an extra big man? Listen, that's, that's my only like caveat to this. Is everybody's like, yeah, even me, I, I think DSJ is that guy. Do they trust their, their big health? That that's you know what I'm sorry you cannot live in fear and if you have that fear cowards why did, go, why did you go sign a player that ended up getting hurt on average for 25 games a year if you're worried about your big man rotation because they can't stay healthy that kind of sounds like a you problem give me the better player I want DSJ yeah it's certainly not a um... you can pick up these yeah. bigs on the scrap heap man like that's the thing you're gonna be able to find those guys here in about yes. four days so. It, Right, you're gonna go. They're gonna be all over the G League. All be over Europe. Like guards that can big, dribble, pass, and shoot. Um, harder to find. Hard, you know, harder to find. And <laughs> listen, he looked like he didn't belong out there. Which, I mean, that in a positive light. Like he looked like he, he, he should, should be, be playing for another team in the rotation. Yes, like yeah. he he looks like a competent player. Um, granted, he was going up against some lesser competition, but he was also going up against guys that, you know, are. Not just rotation players, but starting players of an NBA team. Uh, Fox and Mitchell, both guys who I think are, are uh, heady guys as far as uh, at the point of attack, at least. And Dennis yeah. got whatever he wanted. I think that's yep. something you can kind of pull from this. The flip side of this is uh, the non-DSJ part. Uh, oof. Um, Marquise Chris, not not good. Oh, my, my pregame pick to have the best night of Marquise Chris was not yeah no he was awful it's some guys hey look it, it yeah. is what it is for him they're just some guys are not meant to be in this league for dumb reasons sometimes and it's fine and he's go, got go make money support, overseas yeah like, go it, make it, some money and yeah it's just I, I I want him to work out because he has a lot of tools but, See, I disagree with that. I didn't like him coming out of UW, and it wasn't no, like a personal no. thing. I just thought he he was, he was way raw. too raw, yeah. and he showed me absolutely nothing at any. There was no there was no one part of his game coming into the draft where I was like, "That's really good." His athleticism is mm-hmm. good. I don't say it's really good for his height. So if you're if you're not far and away that, what did you bring to the game? Like, 
I, and he unfortunately hasn't been able to develop it. Yeah, for me, I think a lot of the tools, so to speak, is that he's like an NBA caliber big physically. And mentally, he's able to process things. He's more often than not in the right place, um, which matters. But it's like, when your hands are that bad. It's just he every everything that was thrown to him tonight he he bobbled and he did it in game one and it's it's been something doesn't make any sense it's just he should be a lot better um for you know what he's been uh welcome in everybody who's 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 just pouring in here uh for the post game show i appreciate y'all it kind of is what it is and portland's gonna probably have to go find somebody else it's it's unfortunate that they don't have another guy they could put in a two-way spot because kelvin blevins is taking up one of those spots uh, watching him, him and Ellaby tonight, they, they're not that's NBA. Family. Hey, that's family business. <laughs> he, all right? Listen, I get it. I, I, a hundred percent get it. Do we need to play the Kanye song right now for you to understand? <laughs> I think everybody understands it, but when you look like <laughs> a perfect example is finding a guy like a Moses Brown and yeah. having that be your like break glass in case of emergency big, where now he's a, not just a like a two way guy. He's a competent NBA player. rotation yeah. player. That one uh, hurts a little bit. Yeah, so it's it's not great. LB has shown some flashes of like understanding where to be defensively, no. but no, he's short, he, he's he's short armed. He's not athletic enough. He's wildly inconsistent offensively. He just kind of plays with his hair on fire, and it's just it's. It's a tough he's, scene. Look, it sucks to say sometimes. Like, but these guys are substantially better basketball players than you and I could ever dream of. Oh God, yes. Reality is, we're supposed to be honest about what we're seeing, and right? We're, we're grading on an NBA curve. These guys are all going to serve Brandon and I up on the basketball court. Don't get oh, it twisted. Oh, we give them, <laughs> give us a twenty point lead to twenty one, and they will beat us twenty one yeah, to twenty. Like, you know, it is what it is. But, but, but you said it. Like, it's okay to say it. He does not look like an NBA player, and. Blevins, we know, does not look like yeah. an NBA player. Like, that's the unfortunate situation they're kind of stuck in right now. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So I think other things you can take from the game, uh, at least for me, uh, Anthony Simons went out, uh, scored pretty damn well, but two things. One, he decision-making was very good, in my opinion, uh, as far as following off of game one. Uh, the assist numbers were not there because nobody could hit a three, including Ant, who finished the night one for nine from three. But yeah. I also am perfectly fine saying the 43% three-point shooter is you know, perfectly okay by me uh, having an off night. Like I, I, The looks that he got, everything looked fine. But the second part of this, which is more important to me besides the decision-making, is Brandon, you know how many times uh, Ant got his feet in the paint? Uh, a majority of his points all came from being aggressive and attacking in the paint tonight. He only had oh. one three. And getting downhill on Fox, on Davion Mitchell, on Terrence Davis, on guys who were going to be, you know, people that are called upon to be point of attack mm-hmm. defenders in the NBA. They're, they're in the rotation. So when I look at that, I go, okay. Didn't have the, the numbers I wanted to see from the three-point shooting or the assist column. Got a little bit loose with the ball on those passes in the second half. Growing paints. Uh, yeah. But I like that while the three-point shot wasn't falling, he didn't settle. He kept getting downhill. So I saw this from Curtis Long, who works on the Blazers broadcast. Sometimes. Shout out the principal. For Mace. Uh, yeah, at principal uh, underscore Long. He says the starting five combined to shoot two of 16 from three tonight, had seven total assists and committed 14 turnovers, which, you know, you sum that up. Uh, what happened tonight for the Blazers? Basically that. Um, let me add to the Anthony Simons thing. Oh, go ahead. You got something? No, no. I was just putting the graphic up, as you alluded to, with the turnovers. Uh, the uh, That was me doing my sound effects. Boop. It, it works really good for the audio medium if you're listening the, the next day on the uh, the podcast. So um, on the ant note, look, I I liked his playmaking. I liked the the looks that he was creating for guys. I I absolutely the best thing he did tonight. He had a few plays like where he was coming off the pick. Mm-hmm. He kind of drove to the lane. He had one possession in particular in my mind. He went to the paint. He was dribbling with the left. He kind of did a quick hezzy, and then he went up aggressively with the left and finished. That was his, that was his first shot of the night. Um, he had a lot, he had a few of those plays tonight that I was kind of like, okay, I like to see that mm. I'm with you on the three point shot. Like it's not a problem until it's a problem. And yeah. I'm not ready to say it's a problem. Like again, that gar- that game was garbage. He's got a couple hundred threes under his belt. One, one bad shooting night. This is a guy that we saw hit nine straight threes. I'm not entirely worried about it. Let, let, let's wait game. for the regular season yeah. stretch to come before we conclude anything, whatever one for nine, the whole team stunk from three tonight. Anyway, mm. um, only, only criticism for me. They clearly their mo tonight was go be the guy, right? Yeah. Go be the guy and create the offense, get guys going, start running some picks with Larry and Nurk. Um, my only criticism, I I really did think he was too loose with his handle. That's you know the, something you had alluded to in the past that guys were keying up on. Yep. Go go defend him almost the full length, put some pressure on his handle. 
I, I have no doubt that he worked on it, but tonight it just, you know, he drove and he had to save it a couple times himself. It, it just was a little too loose. And if you do that in the regular season, those are potential turnover situations. So there was some good, there's some real good. And then I thought there was something that he could go to look at film on. Yeah. I think Davion Mitchell is a hell of a guy to go up against in a night like this. And I, I'm not saying that as a, as a way to excuse it. I, I, I am fully on board with what Lamar and, and KC were talking about with Davion Mitchell because they talked to the King staff as well. I think Mitchell's going to be a hell of a point of attack defender in the NBA. He is going to be an absolute monster. He moves his feet. He knows how to cut angles. He bodies up. He's strong as a damn ox. Uh, as uh, Richmond pointed out on Twitter tonight, he's a whole year older than Anthony Simons as a rookie. Yeah. Like he, Off he, night. Yeah, they, they they call him off night for a reason. He is gonna he is gonna put clamps on you, and he he didn't put clamps on Ant, but he definitely uh, one of the things Ant needs to learn how to do, in, in my opinion, is he needs to cover the ball. One of the things that uh, Dame has, has has his own version of it. Ant's a longer arm guy and not nearly as big shouldered as Dame, so I don't know mm-hmm. if he can get in the full running back stance. But if he if he can get kind of uh, Brandon Roy had that upright, um, let's go a little NFL here, uh, Steven Jackson, shout out Oregon State Beavers, uh, yeah. had that upright running back style as opposed to the Ladanian Tomlinson down low. I think if Ant can use that with kind of his change of pace and cover up a little bit better uh, in traffic, I think that's something that you could see um, a little bit of development. But pushing forward into the turnover department, 27 off of 26 in game one. One game, Eh, two games. Mm. If we see this, yeah, but you're you're missing too many key players. For no, me no, to that's care what I'm saying. Most stats tonight. If we see this win, because yeah. from what I understand, against Utah uh, was that Wednesday. Uh, we will see Phoenix. I'm Phoenix sorry, Wednesday. Phoenix. God, I get, I get. That's my, okay. Yeah, I'm getting all my games mixed up right now. Uh, I believe that we will see a little bit of a dress, dress rehearsal. Oh, okay. So I, I think that's part of the reason why these guys sat tonight is they didn't want to show the dress rehearsal to the Kings. Right, since you're opening the season with them. Yeah, so even though, again, we talked like it's not, it's not really the NFL. You're not, you know, holding back a ton of packages, you know, but you don't want to show everything. You don't want to put it all on film right. and give them something to prep for. Um, I was a little bit surprised the Kings rolled out basically their starting lineup uh, and played significant minutes. Uh, that was. A little... I think they came in tonight to say "fuck you, Portland." Like <laughs> I think that was kind of their mo. Is we might not win this. Had enough of this crap. We're win this one tonight, man. <laughs> We're not trying to lose on opening night. And not have any dubs here. Yeah, uh, but again, pretty sloppy tonight. Uh, if 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 things still look a little cheeky in game three, game four, and you're seeing the starters playing a little bit more, I I I. I'm not ringing the bell, but I'm not thrilled. You know, uh, yeah. that's, and this is where you're going to get that whole coaching divide. The Blazers took damn good care of the ball for 10 years or nine years under Terry. Uh, if that goes wildly the other way, if it's going to go to 24, 25, yeah, like oh. it's, they were 11 a game last year, Brandon. Yeah, that's yeah. You're more than doubling. You're almost tripling yeah. at, at the rate you went tonight. So let's reel that back in. And then I'm not saying they can't. They like we will. And it's just it's one of those things where I'm not worried about it. But it certainly might. When I start seeing things get a little bit loose, I'm gonna go. Hmm. Uh, speaking of getting loose, Larry Nance Jr. Larry Nance Jr. tonight uh, showed a little bit more. Um, and of course, I grabbed the wrong graphic because I didn't pay attention. Um, but 
for me, he looked much more comfortable tonight. What was your initial observation of, of Mr. Nance Jr.? Uh, I, I thought he looked really damn comfortable tonight, mm-hmm. and I thought he looked more comfortable than the starting center. Um, and that's not to say that Nurk didn't have an impact in tonight's mm-hmm. game. He, he, he obviously did. I just I thought Larry going from game one to game two, he kind of he kind of asserted himself a little more. Yeah. And it, it felt like that effort, even though the stats may not still pop to some with a five, uh, four, he ended up with three steals, and that was huge. His hands were all over the defensive side of the, the ball. And to see what he was kind of doing on offense, starting to feel a little more comfortable, and I think what his role was, at least for tonight and maybe even going forward, um, I thought he showed a lot tonight. He, Him and Ant, I mean, Ant finished with a really good stat line, so that helps because mm-hmm. we had talked about that pregame. But um, they were but playing he, off each other really well on yes, the DHO were. when it wasn't yep. there. They reset uh, one of one of the looks that I thought was really nice for Ant, like you said, with, with how they were playing off each other, that right angle DHO screen and reset. Ant turns the corner, pulls both defenders. Uh, Nance floats to the top, and Ant threw that right-handed hook pass. Yep. And, and it, it's not just making that pass. And this is for Ant, for CJ, for Dennis, for Nurk. It's about not just making that pass, but making it on time and putting it in the right spot. Because that's not an easy pass. Because you're you're going away. You're throwing. You've got to be strong with it, and it needs. Because if you miss that, that's going in the backcourt, and that's going two points to be the other way. It's it's right. a, it's a nightmare for you. So he whips it confidently and hits Nance right in the pocket. Nance doesn't hit the three, but those are the kind of things where again, we I, I don't care about box score. I'm looking at process in the preseason. I thought right. like we talked about going into this. Those two playing off each other a little bit more building that relationship looked pretty good and, and kind of revisiting Nance in general. I felt like he was impactful even more than game one and game two with vocally there. I mentioned it on Twitter. He got a switch. I believe he had Mitchell on the block and sealed him uh, and high low Nurk Nurk threw a one handed rap bounce pass and Mitchell was able to dig and knock it out of bounds. Yeah. And Nance was like, no, 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 no. He immediately shook it off like, no, 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 up, up, put it yeah. up. Yeah, you can't throw it on the ground yeah. like that. You got to toss it up. Nurk should know that, too. He's a big. Like, yes. Make and, it and, easier on the bigs. And one of the things I love, <laughs> one of the things that I love uh, from from Nance is he does not mince with bullshit. If you screw up, if you need to do something better, he immediately lets you know. Uh, oh, absolutely, yeah. There was a play early on. Uh, I think it was Nurk ended up hitting a long two. Uh, the ball reversed. It was Nance on the right-hand side doing a DHO with Blevins. He gave Blevins the, the handoff. He rolled. Both defenders went with Blevins, and Nance turned with, and then he immediately turned away and shook his head in disgust, like, how do you miss me here? <laughs> and he wears there- it on his sleeve, and I like that. Yeah. I like it too. Is there any part though where that maybe doesn't resonate in the right time? Uh, I don't care. Okay. I, I'm, I'm being dead honest because they have not had that guy. This is a, an argument I've had with a, a lot of people over the last, I don't know, five years. When was the last time the Blazers had anybody on the court that will hold anybody accountable, like on the floor? Not not the coaching staff. I don't I don't I don't give a. Sh- Wes was your last guy. Yes. And would Wes do the exact same thing if you if you blew that and missed that? Probably. Was he animated about it? Yes. So, yeah, I, I think they need that guy. Uh, and I've talked to a lot of people in Cleveland. They all said the same thing. 
if Larry thinks you missed something, you missed something, you messed something up, you were, you yeah. were supposed to be here. He is going to let you know, and if you don't like it, he's going to go yep. above you, and he's going to go to the team leaders and go, "Hey, so and so is not doing this. You need to get on their ass." And I, right. I love that about him. So, you no, know, I. It, it, look, we, they've needed a bulldog on this team for quite some time. I was hoping Nas would fill that void. Yep. Um, Probably still that too young. He's still too young. Uh, obviously, he didn't play tonight. But uh, if you can get a vet to do it in the meantime, all the power to you. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash blue wire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. So those are the I think the big takeaways from tonight. Nance more involved. Ant found a way to kind of figure things out. Uh, the three ball wasn't falling. Takes a step, gets inside, shows a little something else. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. locks up basically where he's where he needs to be um, as far as being that fourteenth man. I, I I think I'm pretty comfortable finding the break glass in case of emergency point guard being Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah. Like, are you, are you, I, have you reached that 100%. point? Yeah. Okay. Because here's – what's your alternative? Quinn Cook? Quinn looked okay. He's a different kind of player, though. I don't think you have him running your offense. I think Dennis I, Smith see, Jr. I, can run yeah. your offense. I want DSJ. Yeah. I want everything that DSJ has that Quinn clearly doesn't. That's what I want. Yeah, the, they need somebody. Let's – Dame rolls an ankle. CJ rolls an ankle. Ant rolls an yeah. ankle. Whoever picks up a knock and is misses a couple games, because inevitably it'll happen. Right. You can throw DSJ out there and not worry. I think that's something that's that's nice. Uh, I don't think it's a situation where you're going to sit there and say if Ant has a bad night, well they should give they should give his minutes to to Dennis. I don't think that's going to be the situation at all. So, but having in there is injury insurance or blowouts either way so where you don't have guys out of position to where you can just kind of keep things going i think that's that's a good thing that's a progressive thing to kind of keep going uh overall was there anything in here tonight that you know you were you were able to to make a conclusive decision on uh i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna you know give you your sean hyken are you gonna commit to anything more than than one preseason take 
Um, hmm. <laughs> no, no, I don't have anything. <laughs> I got nothing. Okay, let's see if I can get I you to empty. I emptied the clip. Let me see if I can get game. you to commit to this. If if the plan is to go full dress rehearsal for a half tomorrow, does that or tomorrow Wednesday? Does that bother mm-hmm. you? No, it doesn't. I think you need one of those, right? Like I just saw the Lakers haven't played Braun, AD, and Russ yet. They're about to go do yeah, that. They're going to do that in their next game, yeah. I think you need one. I think you need one in the preseason. I don't need a ton of minutes. Just a half. You no, know, you. Give me a half. You know, they do that in the NFL. Cool. I'd still be cool if they didn't do that. But if you can give me a half, yeah. I, I, I Especially against Phoenix. Like, I don't know what Phoenix is going to choose to do on Wednesday. Maybe they sit there, guys, and say, screw you. We're not getting into this right now. I'm okay with that. I would wrap – whether the Phoenix guys play or not, to me, doesn't matter. It's a moot point. I at least want to see – You want to see against the scout team. I want to see that group. Yep. Take advantage of a scout team and and go out there and sh- and maybe give us a glimpse of what to expect the first five six games. I think it's probably the way to go. Unless we brought up a really good point here, and I I would be remiss if I didn't mention it. Greg Brown had another dunk. He had eight boards too. He was active. I love how he moves. You need a big guy who needs to look for Marquise Chris. Maybe we just freaking play Greg Brown and say screw it. We need three minutes. Greg, go play. I I think ultimately that may be the way things go. Because with Chris, you're sitting there going, you kind of know what he is. And I look at Greg, and even though he's going to make mistakes because he's a rookie and he's so raw, he's going to make mistakes with a lot more exclamation points on it. He had that yeah. kind of up and under finish on the cut, great hands, moving at full speed, you know, one-two finish, absolute hammer dunk. Uh, I think it was like 30 seconds later. I think he's a nice little spark. I saw somebody liking him at Thomas Robinson on Twitter. I don't, I don't know if I'd go that far. I, I think that Greg can be a little bit more of a basketball player and less reliant on athleticism. T-Rob had one move, and everybody in the NBA knew it was coming, uh, and that was the uh, spin move, and the guys would just sit there and dig down and, and wait to steal from it every time. So, um, yeah, I think overall, uh, decent performance from the guys we expected. The guys that we didn't, I think we got, we got if nothing else, we got confirmation that Mar- Marquise Chris is not the guy. That Quinn Cook is not the guy. Oh, God, and I hate to do this. Tupat. Tupat is not the guy. Patrick uh, Tupat looks like off. his Achilles is about to blow as soon as he steps on the court. Um, <sighs> God bless you, Patrick Patterson. They love him. Like, every time he did anything, the whole bench went nuts. Yeah, it's... <clears throat> <laughs> he's had a great career. Yeah, no, I mean, he's he, been great. He's had a great career. Yeah. And we got to see him in a Blazer uniform. You know, that's cool. I, I wanted him in Portland like... <sighs> legitimately in the Aldridge era. So, oh, yeah. I mean, it's, you get it's him been, in the Aldridge era, yeah. even slightly post-pass Aldridge era, yeah. I would have been in love with yeah. that move. It's That's 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 the kind of timeline we're operating on. So it's not it's not great in that regard. But No, no. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, did you did you catch Brooks' interview with, with Neil Everett? Uh, I didn't. I missed oh. that. So I saw the tease on Twitter. I missed it on the on the pre. The more I saw it, the more I was like, "Yep, yep, that's it. That's the guy." He kind of teared up, and you you could tell he just loved it. So I, I'm really looking forward to that. Dre Bryant, Pat Pat reminded me of my uncle playing, which I think is you brought that up on on Twitter as well. It was I, uh, yeah. I mean, 
Pat Pat look like an uncle shooting hoops in the driveway and you're out there and he's making you rebound and the entire time he's like, yeah, I, I gave buckets. I, I got a state title. 30 and 15 in high school, young buck. And as he's telling the story and you're rebounding for him, he is shooting like <laughs> constant air balls and you're not saying anything, but you're like, come on, man, really? Like you're out here talking about how good you are like, and shooting air balls? Uh, I'm always reminded that Kendrick Perkins averaged like 32, 16 and eight in high school. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. look, you take it a level below NBA, and these dudes will bust <laughs> your ass. By the way, we got Neil Everett on my radio show Wednesday at 830. Oh, you got him already? Got him already. Well, uh, hopefully I'll get my response uh, as well. You got to be big time. Well, we both know that's not the case here. <laughs> so. <laughs> Actually, we had to pay to get him on, so, you know. That <laughs> Listen, man, I'll, I'll, I'll pay him an Abby's Pizza. Oh, hey, you like hello. that? Little, yeah, little call back like there. Uh, what else you got coming up the rest of the week on uh, on 1080, good buddy? Uh, we just got a bunch of football stuff. I mean, tonight, look, I know there's a Blazer pod. Lamar Jackson had Went one of the bonkers and your parlay hit. My, look, my parlay hit, and that was great. I was really happy to win money. That's one of the better quarterback performances I've seen. Like, that dude was unbelievable. He threw yeah. for 323 and four touchdowns in the second half of that game, but he somehow came back and won that game. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk some more Pac-12 stuff. Like a little MLB playoffs and maybe, maybe Wednesday talk about the Blazer game for a minute. What should give you just enough time to get ready for the the next Blazer game Wednesday night? Wednesday afternoon. Oh, oh be, that's right. Quick reminder. Boy, do you need me to do the schedule stuff on this I show? I told you, you okay? the more I cover this team, the <laughs> less I realize what the schedule is doing. It all blends together. God, I've got 500 plus pre and post game shows in my career. It's all just one long pre and post game show at this point in time. Gabe says no football talk. We will work it in whenever we damn well please. God damn wow, it. a super anti-football guy. I like it. <laughs> but, but reminder, Wednesday is the one preseason game where we will not have the pregame show it is too damn early most people yeah. are going to be working the game is at two the WNBA finals are playing in phoenix uh dt and the ladies will uh be trying to hold it down uh and uh they're down they're down oh one down oh one that's right yeah, I saw sky Candace. already Candace parker and company already won yeah so they'll uh they'll be having that game so the g tip off is two I would imagine we probably go live at like 4.45 for the post-game wrap. 4.30, 4.45, somewhere so, around there. Yeah. Uh, it'll be early, which, I mean, I'm not entirely against that. Um, so if you can, be there. If not, again, as always, remember, all of the post-game shows will be available the following morning uh, on the podcast feed. Uh, as much as I try to keep the, the visual medium here, it's also you know friendly for the podcast listeners as well. And again, if you haven't already, please like, rate, review, subscribe. If you're here on YouTube, take two seconds, click the subscribe button. It's free. Uh, if you're not already downloading the podcast, it is available wherever you get podcasts. Uh, just Google search Jacked Ramsey's, just like the great Neil Everett did as he discovered <laughs> the Jacked Ramsey show exists and uh, wanted to shout us out. Which We'll I get him on the pause, sure enough. Oh, no, that, that all 100% happens. So. Absolutely happening. Um but again, thank you all so, so very much. Uh, again, these are going to be shorter in the preseason, especially when, uh, you know, eight of your top ten rotation guys are not playing. Uh, that's kind of how that goes. So, uh, 
Thank you all so very much. Uh, for Brandon, I'm Danny. Remember, guys, you can find us across all social media, uh, at Jack Ramsey's, at Danny Morang, at Brandon Sprague, uh, live pre- and post-game show for every game except for Wednesday's game. Uh, we will have the uh, live show, uh, non-pre-post-game show on Thursday, and then the mailbag po- uh, always going live on Monday mornings. Uh, until then, guys, remember, you can reach out to us, Ramsey's at gmail.com. Uh, if you're not on Twitter, if you want to submit questions or you just want to shoot the stuff, that's, that's kind of how it goes. Uh, all right. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com